because the referee got kicked out of UFC 267. It wasn't a paid program, and there is another UFC fight, which means it's time for Verbal Tap. Show that proves fighting. It used to be easier if you had just like a single calendar. Now you need multiple to manage the MMA fights. I am your host, Kevin, with me, of course, Raf Esparza. Raf, how are you doing on this eve between 18 UFC fights? Yes, thank you. Uh, I'm good. I'm rested. I am very excited about our guest. You got the chance to hear her for like a split second before I went to air. And this is the first time you've really interacted with her. Do you have any thoughts or impressions before we say who it is? Pretty badass nickname. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're going to pick some fights and sometimes we just do it based off of how badass is your nickname. Mm-hmm. The fighter on today's show has a pretty it's up there. It is up there. <laughs> and I think you might be confused, at least for the first half of the show, as to how she got that nickname, because she is quite delightful. She's been on the grappling hour a number of times, but I think the rest of y'all should get to know her because it's only a matter of time before you start wondering How did I not know more about her? The answer is very simple. She has already been a beast on the recent Medusa jiu-jitsu card, winning that, a champion of that. She's fighting in MMA. I will give you a little bit of a preview, Kevin. She might be the biggest Rose Namajunas fan I think I have ever encountered. So there may be good reason she is coming to preview this card. But ladies and gents, please welcome to the show. One, Fatima Klein. Fatima, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys doing? All things considered, I'm good. Kevin's trying to get some rest in between. He might be taking naps in between picks. There's, I'm, I'm <laughs> actively sleep standing at most times. Just I feel like me. through this card, it might be a little bit hard to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very exciting card. You bring up a very good point. Um, we'll get to the card in a few minutes. So I've interviewed you a couple times. I think it's kind of important that we let Kevin kind of take the wheel, at least for this portion, because I think there are a few things he would like to ask you because he has not gotten the chance to talk to you before. So Kev, you can take this part. Uh, how does a, a big finish victory feel right off the bat? I'm seeing a big win. I got to hear the rush. I got to hear the feelings. Yeah, um, honestly, it's so funny because um, I think I said the same thing to Raph when we did our interview a little bit while ago, but it was honestly, it was a, like, it was an undescribable feeling, you know. Um, I couldn't believe that I trained so hard for it for so many months, and it went by so quickly, and then also just, it happened just my match is just so fast. You know what I mean? I'm, I was never again, one to finish anything quickly. I like to take my time. And within the whole night, I think I only fought in about like 15 minutes. So for my life to, you know, completely go 180 within 15 minutes is like pretty unbelievable. And then just being able to have the time of my life within 15 minutes. I don't think I've ever been more happy than when I'm on the mats. And especially when, you know, when Eddie gave me that call and I was able to get on something so big in the first premiere of Medusa, I was beyond excited to just showcase everything I've been working on. And, you know, thank God it it, it all paid off and I really had the time of my life. So you've been kind of removed for a couple of weeks from competition in terms of, you know, being able to go 
win a belt per se. But I know you've been staying active. I, I saw that you were coaching. Is that what I saw? Or you were supporting some teammates this past weekend? Yes. my uh, Actually, my older sister and my younger brother, really scary. I am in a full uh, fight family right now. So um, I go from competing to watching my uh, my family being able to compete. And yeah, you know, they... They won their um, they won their matches as well and in a super dominant victory and it the rush never ends it never stops. <laughs> You're from a fight family. What happened to you all growing up? I hear the East Coast. Everybody heard it. <laughs> it was cool. Call got us. Everybody was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Is it just like always yeah, like um, that? What's why your why that's an anomaly. It's a lot of fighters. Yeah, I mean, if you know New Yorkers, like, my family is your basic New York family. My dad, um, when he was older, my mom was just a super athlete. And, you know, um, I'm one of five. And me and my older sister started jujitsu at around 10. And um, I continued with it. She took a break and she just started now. has gone undefeated since she started then my younger brother saw us both get into it and he hopped on and then my other younger brother started boxing and doing jujitsu and then my youngest sister who is nine um just you know recently started and they all compete so it's 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 pretty race it's when an argument unloads in my house it's World War Three. <laughs> <laughs> Kev, you should also it, know her mom has started training as well. Yes, my mom just trained tonight, and I was, you know, I I never fearful, but I was actually afraid. Well, no, she genuinely she's afraid. Gotta survive Thanksgiving. <laughs> she's like, I gotta learn at yes. least how to avoid stacking. Sounds like she's got. I'm like. Do I beat my mom during training and then go home and there's no food, or what's the trade-off? See, that's honestly smart. you're thinking. Yeah, <laughs> I would never harm my mom or dad if they trained for mere idea of I like how I eat. So I'd be like, oh my god, yep. dad, you got this Kimura. That's so weird. You didn't even know what it was. How did you get there? That's crazy. <laughs> anyway, I'd like some money, please. Yep. There's always a winner and a loser. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to ask you about that amazing women's camp that you just taught at because I just talked to Laura about her experience of running it. But you were one of the coaches. And if you wouldn't mind just describing what it was and who some of the other coaches were, because that was a hell of a lineup that Laura put together. Yeah. I mean, again, Thank you so much, Laura, for putting that together. That was actually one of the first, that was the first seminar I've ever taught. I've taught classes before, but it definitely was nowhere near how how Laura ran it. Just so incredible what she did and how much effort she put into it. But it was me, Amanda um, uh, Leve, Brittany Elkin, and uh, Jess Feliciano. And it's funny because me and Brittany have fought before on Subversive and me and Jess winded up fighting at a grappling industry a while ago. And I've, I've stayed in touch with, I mean, all of them. I, I, when I fought both of them, I thought they were really great. 
really, um, you know, just an encouragement to me. And then seeing Amanda be Gabby Garcia was, I mean, match of the year. Um, so being amongst, you know, women of just like, just of so much accomplishment and, and just so much confidence in their game and just how good they are. Um, it was a little bit intimidating at first, you know, you have like 60 women staring at you and how you do your technique. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, what if I make a mistake? What if I think this Kimura is actually an Americana? <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like. A lot of details to teach you grappling, anything. A lot of details. Oh, did we lose you, Fatima? Of- oh, there we go. Are you here? You're back. Can you hear me? Yes. We I'm made back. it happen. <laughs> no, that's a perfectly <laughs> rational fear. Because you think about teaching things, it's already difficult in general. Amplify that with jujitsu. At times, you start to think about it. It's like, really think about how long it takes to show someone an arm bar that might not know. It. Even something yeah. simple, right? So I'd imagine there's yeah. a ton of anxiety. Now add this effing amazing feeling of we're all here i'm showing off (laughs) badass lady techniques and yeah shit which wrist do i grab i need somebody yeah i can imagine but that's that's good stress kev just to let you know i know she's being modest i know that she is also saying like oh my god amanda has had this thing like every one of the women in that seminar has had an amazing past couple months like every single one of them had highlight reel moments, something spectacular. And of course, you know, Fatima's looking there and going like, oh man, I'm, I'm in such good company. I can't believe it. Oh, if only I had some highlights. And it's like, well, you did just with Medusa. And you're like, oh, right. Yeah, I guess. Okay. But I told Laura, I was like, it's an all women's seminar, but I was so jealous. I just told her, I go, you picked really good talent to do this a long time ago. And it all was one of those perfect situations where you all had something amazing happening leading into this seminar. So not only was it already sold out, but then it became this thing of, oh, they're all getting prepped for ADCC now. So now they're teaching yeah. a seminar that's giving a leg up to all the ladies who are out on the East Coast who will likely be competing in that ADCC tournament. So I just thought that was hella dope and I could not gush more about it. And she showed me some of the photos and I thought, Oh my God, that looks so cool. (laughs) Yeah, it was definitely, it was so much fun. And then it's amazing how the jujitsu community works. And afterwards when we were all done and, the work was put in and the seminar was finally over. Sadly, I, I honestly, I was having so much fun. I wish it didn't end at all, but then just being able to just go out and just like, you know, meet each other and learn more about each other and stay in touch. And again, like just now we have, I have another friend, another training partner, you know, somebody I could really look up to. So Kevin, this bodes well for you because what you don't know is that Fatima, when she has competed against people, has actually gone to get food with them later and like gone out to dinner yeah. and become good friends <laughs> with them. So even though you're about to compete with her in a very fierce competition in a few minutes, there is a precedent that you would be able to be friends with her after she tries to murder you 
via these picks. <laughs> that actually is good because there's two principles here. One, East Coasters just notoriously are really good at identifying food places. Just like really fun to eat with. Yes. In general. <laughs> and two, that sounds a lot better than losing by rear naked choke or submission of an armbar variety. <laughs> so I'll take that. I feel like how much closer can you get than fighting with someone and then getting food with them afterwards? I feel like it just goes hand in hand. Let's uh, be very clear. Um, yeah, you are correct. I However, like the way you're handling it better than, say, uh, Khabib <laughs> when he tried to drop kick Dylan Dennis. But yeah. Oh. <laughs> or, or. Well, there's I don't... two ways to handle it. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. And that's a very extreme case. And I kind of get it because even though I was super mad at Khabib for winning and making a statement and the statement you figure is the win and then getting into an altercation with somebody outside the cage, I go, that's just classless. Come on, Khabib. We all expect, Oh, it's Dylan Dennis. Uh, uh, let me get back to you on how I feel about this. <laughs> he might be in the yeah, right. I feel like if anybody like go for the rock, go for John Cena, go for someone where it's like, wow, like you're going to jump out after them rather than like Dylan Dennis. You know what I mean? Like at least give yourself a bit of a challenge. I have never (laughs) thought about this. You are a genius. First of all, I want to be crystal clear. You are so right. What a wasted (laughs) being like, I was going to, I wanted to. A wasted opportunity. Yeah. A lot of times you get some interesting people. It's, you know, if Warren Sapp in there, it's like I effing hated the Bucks in the 2000s. Thought this was my chance. <laughs> you get a lot of athletes. Michael B. Jordan's usually there. It's like Creed Two sucked. I'm coming for you. Yeah, that exactly. You are right. That was a wasted <laughs> jump. This only though previews the fact that when Fatima has a very big heel turn, none of us will see coming that she's going to be like Amanda Bynes. You were always getting it by hair. I hate you. And be like, where did that come from? She's going to murder Amanda Bynes. Oh, no. Megan Fox, get your skinny ass Kate side right now. I would like to point this out. You are correct in saying, why not grab food with people? Why not become friends? I submit to the jury listening as well as my peers on this show. Thank you. Uh, all male grapplers. Right. Because I don't see a lot of them hanging out after they compete. In fact, some of them are still salty seconds after it. And I can't tell you how I'd be. I'd like to think I usually would get very quiet. The permission like, mm, permission to ahead, shit Ken. on your point yeah. real quick. I would okay, like please. to... Is there any two people that are happier to hug than two adult heavyweight white belt males in the gi masters division? They (laughs) hug after a round as as nicely as any two people. No, 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 no. The masters division is a utopia. You're so far away from this. You don't I don't even know. Do you understand this? (laughs) But the masters division when you go to that tournament, just where it's old people who all come from their jobs for one weekend to try and hash it out, everybody yep. claps, everybody hugs. It is jujitsu on uppers. 
because everybody goes, man, thank you wow. so much. I got to go back to my accounting job on Monday, but I felt alive for eight minutes. Anyway, I did break your foot. I'm so sorry. I can't get over Khabib attacking John Cena. I'm sorry. The headline that that would have said the next day, John Cena's face That is exactly the point. I I don't know how I'm supposed to podcast now. It's all on my head. Kev, when it's all said and done, and maybe she can do this while she's in the middle of her career that is continuing to blossom in front of us. But there is a real consulting agency angle that I think Fatima can take when she is done with fighting that sits people down and goes, (laughs) yes, you could call out someone in MMA. But have you thought about anybody in entertainment? Because honestly, reverse Paul brother it and see what happens. Yep. Get yourself a super Wow. It's just good stuff. Yeah, I mean, you can just switch from you know, the Paul brothers and just reverse psychology and swipe it right back on them. And then I like I the like idea of think about who I would call out in entertainment <laughs> though. Now. now you have got me thinking now I'm because like, Oh man, <laughs> think about it. If you do it and their first response is, I don't fight. Why are you calling me out? It'd be like, well, better do it before you do it to me. Got to strike first. <laughs> Excellent now. point. Yep. <laughs> Well, I feel like that's the whole uh, Conor McGregor um, pathway right now is just kind of seeing and hitting. And that's a whole route you can go to as well. You can. However, I like you without any kind of cocaine. So I'm going to (laughs) say let's not uh, because you have such a promising future. Now, Fatima, here's what I have to ask you. You are about to compete with Kevin. You don't know much about him. We like to open it up where that you can ask him questions that will better inform your trash talk. So do you have any questions that you would like to ask him that will better inform you about what you can insult him on? Hmm. I would have to say Mm, this might be basic, but I'm really actually curious is what what is your um like your go to diss on somebody like you just meet somebody and you're like, oh, man, I'm going to totally diss you. What is it going to be? Is it like a yo mama joke? Is it, um, you know, like I'm going to probably hey, attack the f- clothing based confidence. Like, okay. I understand that, I feel like... that shirt says you're here, but those shoes say that you didn't even get out of bed this morning. Let's do this. Like something a little <laughs> bit more superficial, but about their confidence. Okay. I feel like that's solid. Well, I'm glad you can't diss me on my clothing because I'd be one of those where I would be wearing flip flops and like a 3XL sweatshirt. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's the worst example for me. I'm usually dressed in Old Navy head to toe since the pandemic. And currently with a small child, you don't really you don't want to put your best shirt on at all. So, yeah, (laughs) I'll offer mine, even though it's not really relevant. I will tell you this is fun. I will always tell people, look at this clown or look at this guy. That's usually my beginning because I like the idea of drawing attention to one person. And usually I'll say something 
that informs them of a hidden truth that they don't know about themselves or that they sometimes don't see. So it's never like, hey, guess what? Fatty McFatterson's over here. People go, oh, that's (laughs) that's just kind of mean. I do something where I'm like, have you guys ever noticed that this dude sounds like the teacher from Family Guy? And they go, oh, my God, they do. (laughs) And then it opens up an opportunity for me to do the impression of them to them. And I swear to you, if you do that once to somebody, no one will ever insult you. Because if they do, they already know they're at a disadvantage. So that is something I do as somebody who does impressions. Um, But you have to be able to do impressions. Because sometimes if you go, look at this clown, and they go, okay, and? Yep. Uh, I mean, he's a clown, right? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Okay. Uh, Fatima... You also are a person that loves your smoothies. I think it might be valuable to take that sort of approach and maybe ask Kevin if he has an Achilles heel because I'm not even sure if I know what it is. But apparently, Fatima cannot go anywhere without getting a smoothie, Kevin. So that is her her well, secret. Is right. Hold on, well, ballpark me here. And you can learn more about this on the season premiere of The Grappling Hour. You can tune in, get more Fatima, and you should. Fatima, what... Do you go to like Applebee's and you're like, I need to try their smoothie or what do you mean? I will go anywhere. And even if it doesn't make sense, hey, you never know. There's secret menus out there. They can come out with, you know, a booming smoothie and boom, it could be life changing right then and there. So, yeah, I am probably the biggest smoothie drinker every day. Drink it all day. Do you make your own, though? No. <laughs> okay. That's Whoa. The thing is, I can't make it good, so I have to get it somewhere else. I I've tried so hard, and it is a disappointment. And I'm one of those where I'm so fearful of like food poisoning or like just getting sick <laughs> from food that I'm sure. like, if I scar myself from drinking smoothies, and it winds up being my own fault, I. I can't forgive myself. You well, it would also I make a terrible headline trust. if you passed. It would be like, <laughs> Tima Clyde, women's jiu-jitsu champion, died at the hands of making her own smoothie. Put raw chicken in it? Yeah. Dot, dot, dot? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> Raph and I do not have a fear of foodborne illnesses no. as reference to the many taco places we've tried. That I don't know if oh, they... <laughs> it's not like... It's a food truck. It doesn't have to be certified by the state officially. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And that's interesting. Not a smoothie, but you will go, okay, what's the smoothie? What's your favorite smoothie place then? Do you have a place you like every time? Um, Smoothie King. There's like three by my house. <laughs> and so it's actually funny that as I, on my way to the gym, I'm about a half an hour. Each Smoothie King is like within 10, min- 10 minutes of each other. So by the time I get to my gym, I can honestly stop at three of them and get three different smoothies. <laughs> Is it the best idea right before I train? Probably not. I, I guess as long as nobody goes knee on belly, I should be okay. I just but, like you walking you in know, 14 minutes late. You can never trust late. anybody. You clearly are late because you stopped to get the smoothie. Oh, the instructor's like, Fatima, are you going to join us? Late. And we just hear the straw slurping. And you can see the look on their face of like, stop for a fucking smoothie again. Damn it. Yeah. You know what the worst part is, is when somebody else has a smoothie and I don't, then I'm like, traitor, you know, I love smoothies. 
why wouldn't you ask me for one? That oh. is a heartbreak. So you are so synonymous with smoothies that if someone doesn't bring you one, then it is like, yeah. how dare you be in my presence? A hundred percent. Absolutely. Yep. That's exactly what I think. And depending on who it is, I'll definitely say, it. I'll be like, you know, I love smoothies. I'm the smoothie queen. Where's my smoothie? Where's mine? Like, I'll roll with you if you if you want, and we can see who wins over the smoothie. But sometimes that works, sometimes that doesn't. Understood. Kevin, <laughs> see if you can follow me on this journey. But I'm having a moment where it's inherent with every East Coast accent. You start thinking of them in a Scorsese film. Yeah. And I'm imagining Fatima as somebody who pulls somebody aside that goes, you coming into my house with no smoothie is disrespectful to me and to my family. <laughs> and I hope you understand that the repercussions of not bringing me a smoothie. Do you, do you hear me? Do I have to make myself more clear? You will be handled and you may be sleeping with some fishes if you don't bring me another strawberry, banana, whatever, that beautiful bullshit that I get. I guess that begs the question. What do you get? What is the perfect smoothie for you? So, and I've gone through two different phases. I went through a <laughs> strawberry phase. Okay. Um, I got, it was called the strawberry Hulk and I would get it with whey protein. Cause you know, you have to be You're a I guess, somewhat yeah, beneficial with your smoothies, but it's actually really funny. The Hulk is the only smoothie on their menu that has ice cream in it. So it's honestly counterproductive. Wow. <laughs> but I'm like, all right, so protein will cancel out the ice cream and I'll just be fine. I'm on the menu. And then, They've got a Hulk vanilla, a Hulk <laughs> coffee. Like, yeah. Yep. And then they went, I went to chocolate and peanut butter Hulk with um, whey protein. And that tastes like a Reese's in a cup. And it's so delicious. Yep. And I've been on that route for like three or four months now. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I'm on that kick. And I just, I can't find anywhere else that has a better smoothie. If there is, let me know. I mean, I will listen. find my way there. <laughs> our fans have done weirder things in the past. So I can't promise you they will. But I can promise you if they do, it'll be very detailed. So that is good to know. <laughs> All right. I'll fly out to find it. No. <laughs> no, that seems like a terrible plan. What you mean to say is when you look to fight very soon and you happen to be in a town, you will, of course, stop by and take complimentary smoothies <laughs> from whomever. Um, good yes. question to ask as well is how are you not sponsored by a smoothie operator? See, that is a work in process. I'm hoping mm. within the next year or so I can get in touch with. Um, I've gotten close. I've gotten really close. So I'm kind of at like <laughs> the final peaking steps. I'm kind of just, I'm kind of just blowing up their Instagram until I give them no choice, but until you have to. So that's the kind of route I'm going right now. <laughs> Bless you. I don't think I've ever rooted harder for any of our guests to get a sponsorship more than I am for this. So you have our full support here. Uh, Fatima, before we switch to the game, do you have any last questions, any last intel that you'd like to get from Kevin? You have an open floor. 
He is an open mm. book. Oh man, I am just so curious to uh, to see your takes tonight. I think that's it. Okay, I'm Kevin. So excited. I think she's ready to play the game of over under Kevin. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my name is Rafa Sparza. I host this part of the show. It is a very fun part of our show. Many of you know, you love. It's called Over Under Kevin. Maybe you know it because you've listened to our show in the past, or maybe you know it because we literally just did this last week. But I promise you, this week stands to be even more hilarious because this week we have a super fan who just happens to also be a badass in her own right taking on our very own, uh, what does it say? This says expert, but Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm not going (laughs) to say that. I'm just going to say dude who picks fights against guests. Anyways, the way this works is pretty simple. We go randomized throughout the entire card. Each person gets 15 seconds to say who they think is going to win. And if I so deem it, I will give 15 seconds of rebuttal time per pick. Kevin, do you understand the rules? Yes, I'd like to say I'm feeling like an immune builder veggie superfood order, but I'm feeling more like thick pumpkin. So let's Mm. do this. Wow. The psychological warfare is heavy. Fatima, do you understand the rules? And are you picking up that Kevin is going to try and use your beloved smoothies against you? Yep, I am ready to rumble. All right, I'm going to put 15 seconds on the clock. Kevin, you're going to start us off in a welterweight bout between Ian Gary, which, by the way, is a terrible name, versus Jordan Williams. Go. Yes, but I am going to go with Ian Gary because Mm. uh, if I was trying to pick a shake for him, but he doesn't have a picture (laughs) and I don't want to do anything that could potentially. But I got to go with what I think is the Irish flag. Just going with Irish anger here. All right, Gary for Kevin. Fatima, what do you have for us? 15 seconds. Oh, man, I think I'm going all American. I'm going to go with Williams. Williams, okay. American made. American made. That's a very important thing to look over. Is Ian Gary from America? No. Well, at least not according to the UFC's website, which is, you know. Yeah. (laughs) notoriously great at these types of things but he's uh according to them an ireland fighter let me double check this. as we know yes, every ireland, time we have fighters oh. on they come people will be like oh yeah he's actually from indiana and it's like what he's, no he's okay like, yep <laughs> Ian gary looks like a create your own player that came to life i get it now okay i see it i feel good <laughs> I, th- right. I also was I was looking for his credentials and it either said Sanford or Stanford MMA, but I was like Stanford, the finest of MMA institutions. <laughs> All right, Fatima, we're gonna have you continue this. Fifteen seconds on the clock to tell us who's gonna win a featherweight bout between Shane Burgos and Billy Quantanero. Go. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I would probably say. 
Burgos, I would say. I would go Burgos. with him. Okay, interesting. Kevin, what do you have for us on this one? She was right about the combination of peanut butter and anything, and she's right about this <laughs> one. I am also going to be going with Burgos, and I'm going to be putting him on a little sweet Justin Gacy parlay. Feeling pretty good about it. Fascinating. Billy Q is very underrated, so... Uh, I would odds. say he's a friend of the show. Unfortunately, he has not reached back out to us, so you could pick against him. It's perfectly fine. Maybe he's quarantining. Yep. I've yep. been using a lot of puns Ooh. off his name. Yeah, but none of good. them. That's they a just, good one. <laughs> they all just sound like real words. None of them sound like people are like, oh, <laughs> he's not quite well known enough to do that. So, yeah. Uh, all right, Kevin, you're going to lead us off on this one. 15 seconds on the clock. Edmund Shabazian versus... Nasarine improv go. Yeah, this is one of those when I saw this, I was like, how did you say Shab Hazian? I think is what I ultimately <laughs> pulled off because I'm actually gonna be going again across the pond. I'm going with Imavov. Imavov it is. Your or improv is you, so listen, improv was a way better pun to do on this one. I, I was licking my lips <laughs> on that one. Uh, yeah, that was a really good one. Thank you. Fatima, see, you're the first guest to play along with this. So many people <laughs> want to correct us when we fuck up the names, but I have a thing, which is too many of these names are too hard to pronounce, especially last week's. Too many names I didn't know how to pronounce. Quit so. Shabazian around and get hey, to the pit. It's better than me trying to pronounce it. <laughs> Shabang. <laughs> it's perfectly fine. So who do you got on this one, Fatima? 15 seconds. Let's go. Oh, man. I feel like just naturally, I just have to go to the opposite corner. Like, I'm always about the American made. So I would say, I can't pronounce it. Shazabin. Edmund. Yeah. Edmund, it is. We got you. Oh, I think I've nice. seen this man <laughs> fight a couple times. So I, I understand. Uh, it may not be a bad pick. We'll have to see how this plays out. Kevin, what have you learned about Fatima after competing? just a few picks so far yeah i'm starting to understand that i think she sizes up her opponents well before she gets in the cage also i'm worried <laughs> some of the promoters are listening to this and they're like well what if we just got the archangel like a big smoothie king gift card maybe we could oh, cut, the no. purse and just, like, <laughs> cut the middleman so i'm hoping people don't think they can you know but uh, simultaneously for those out there if you're trying to curry favor and if i were her opponent raf I think I'd bring her a strawberry smoothie before all this started. See, I can't, I can't do that. Cause then I'm going to be like, well, let's just, let's not even fight. Let's just go out and go get some smoothies. And that's what I would need on my side. Oh. If you and I were fighting, So that's the type <laughs> of strategy I'd have to use, which is okay. <laughs> if I can't learn how to fight like her by tomorrow, what can I do that? Maybe she gets distracted <laughs> and I'm not above uh, sending someone a smoothie. It's all, legal to me in terms of warfare i would tell you this if you are a promoter listening please do not offer in lieu of pay smoothie sponsorship and here's why when they said who's As the smoothie for i'd say write friend on it <laughs> <laughs> because fatima is exactly that type of person when you make a game show that when they say we can give you all of this money or we can give you smoothies for a lifetime who do the math yep. 
and then start oh. trying to think it out loud like wait smoothies for a lifetime actually is more beneficial than taking 50k up front because they don't know how many smoothies i have mm. and then you just go no don't right. take the money you know what's actually funny i do that except there's no map it's automatic smoothie <laughs> there's, there's not too much thinking and or second guessing smoothies sold i'm gonna have to remember this if i ever produce a game show where smoothies are a <laughs> hidden prize so i'll be like yep. don't worry she'll take the prize guys and they're like how do you know and i go sometimes you just know a guest you just know <laughs> And be like, she's three million dollars in the bank. It'll be like, yeah, I know, but that fifty k of free smoothies, she will one hundred percent barter for. So, Kev, here's some good news. We're gonna hear what Fatima has to say about this fight that I am super excited about because I'm gonna even put twenty seconds on the clock. This one is a lightweight bout between Justin Gagey and Michael Chandler. Go. Right now, I'm thinking Gagey. Okay. I am, like, fully confident in, on the Onyx team for this card. Okay, okay. I guess I'm going to stop time here. Is there any specific reason why you're leaning Gagey? Because it sounds like it's close in your head. It definitely is, but seeing Gagey's last fight and Chandler, I think the styles are going to go so well with each other, mm-hmm. but I do see a little bit where Gaethje could have the upper hand in Chandler's stand up and the little bit of holes that are in it. Um, but I mean, Chandler is just like he's a freak of nature, a super athlete, and he could pull away. But I don't know. Gaethje's striking is, I think, on a on a complete different level right now. Okay. Okay. I'm with that. That's a good analysis. Kevin, what do you have for us on this one? I'll answer your question with another question. What asshole lost to Oliveira getting wrecked and cost me a three fight gambling streak? Yeah. (laughs) Pretty boy, Michael Chandler. After our last fight, when he's like, I don't even watch my opponents. I just figure it out as I go. It's like wrong. I don't like that at all. (laughs) I am going with Casey and it is out of spite. Yep. I do like this fight though. I really do. I just, I feel like it's the fight we were supposed to get and yeah, maybe it's not exactly the way we thought we would get it, but I think it's JT. I think he's must watch for fight fans. We have so few fighters that we get to see on a regular like this and we're kind of like that. He stuck out to me too. I'm in. And don't forget, like, Chandler made a huge impression when he showed up and just knocked the shit out of Dan Hooker. And all of us went, oh. And then 84 other people knocked the shit out of Dan Hooker, life, other things. He's still good. It was a different point in the pandemic, please. Let's all remember where we were at that time. (laughs) It was just fun. We got somebody from Bellator that we said, is this going to answer any questions for us? And we thought it did. And then when we realized, "Eh, maybe it didn't. Maybe we kind of knew what we knew beforehand. Still. Yeah this dope we could be excited about this one and the fact that this is on the card that has other great fights is a great thing to be a part of so i'm very excited for this kevin you're going to continue on on this one it's a middleweight bout between phil haas and chris curtis 
Yeah, I am going with Hawes. And anytime someone looks this much like Simon Phoenix from Demolition Man, I'm going to pick him. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fatima, back to 15 seconds. What do you have for us? You know, I think I'm I'm think I'm gonna go with you and I'm definitely gonna go with Hawes too. Okay. Okay. Do you have yeah. any reason you're feeling Hawes on this one? Because he's gonna Hawes and dog his oh, way God, out no. of this shit. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> there it comes. <laughs> okay. Well, let's go to this. The next bout. I'm gonna tell you guys how I did this one. We have never in the history of uh, Over Under Kevin put the main event anywhere other than the end because we do the rest of them out of order. Here's the issue. When you have a super fan, I'm willing to bend the rules. So the last fight is pretty obvious, I think, to everybody on this show. So that meant I bumped Frankie Edgar, baby. Up. Wait. No, no, no. I bumped up the actual main event to the middle of the card for us to do our predictions on. And I'm going to put 20 seconds again on the clock for this one because it is your actual main event. We'll get to the rest of it later. Between Kamara Usman and Colby Covington. Fatima, I've got 20 seconds on the clock for you. Go. Ooh, that is an easy Usman. A hundred percent. Okay, you said that's an easy Usman. That last fight went for five (laughs) rounds. How can you say with such clarity that is an easy Usman? Um, I just think, I don't know. I like Usman because not only just like, you can just tell when he steps into that cage, he's ready to rock, but just a series of events and the smack talking that's been going back and forth. I feel like Usman has been winning that fight outside and he's just bound to win it inside at this point. Okay, Fatima is picking up what Usman is putting down. Kevin, how about you? 20 yep. seconds. Well, first I came in being like, this is the only fight I did any research about. I watched the uh, <laughs> Unplugged, and I was going to make a comment about something specific Covington said in the trash talk game, where I was like, he's definitely losing this. But Fatima just made that point, so I'll just <laughs> say what I was going to say. He said, he was like, I'm glad the fight's in New York. This is the city that doesn't sleep, but I hope they make an exception because I'm going to put Usman to sleep at Madison Square Garden. But he said it oh. almost like he was doing a like a mayoral commercial yeah. in middle yeah. school. You could tell he didn't like it, but he just looked forward and he and the cameraman were both like, you know what? Fuck it. That's what we're using. <laughs> it just was so bad. I was like, it doesn't look he doesn't look good. He doesn't look sharp to me in his caricatures. Yes, the the pro wrestling s character that he has been playing. I, I will a tell cowboy you this. hat. Where the fuck's the cowboy hat? There's no one in his entourage. <laughs> yeah. Like, what about a cowboy hat? It's like, well, I'm not from the south. Who cares? <laughs> I think he lost his touch as soon as he took it off. <laughs> <laughs> My theory is this: if somebody breaks your jaw, it is very hard to find a shtick that is going to make you seem like the tough guy again. Because it was a great fight. He had great moments. But part of the reason why I feel both Kevin and Fatima are going for Team Usman on this one is for the simple fact that we saw the last fight. We saw what happened when the champ was pressured. And he came back roaring. 
that man in that fifth round was obsessed with finding a finish. And I had such appreciation for that because a lot of people could coast to that maybe getting a decision win, but he found a way to knock the dude out and shut him up. And then even when he did knock him out, the dude still had the gall to go on and say, that's fake news. That's a Photoshopped photo. No, we saw it. We <laughs> saw you get dead. How are you trying to spin this? So um, for that reason alone, I do believe it'll be a great fight. Nonetheless, keep listening. We still have more fights. I know we've never done this before, but again, you will see why very soon. Kevin, you're going to tell us who's going to win. Is it going to be CJ Viagra versus Oldie Osborne? Oh my God. I don't even know <laughs> which fight you're talking about. So let me go on down here. It's back. CJ Vergara. Yeah, Vergara. Okay. And Odie Osborne, which by the way, it goes to show you the willingness I was to go on CJ Viagra when Odie is also an equally inept name. <laughs> well, I'm going with Osborne. He <clears throat> has a characteristic top hawk that I'm in. On. Okay. Okay. Fatima, what do you have for Rocking this 15 seconds? Flag, according to the UFC. Yeah, I think I'm going to go again with the same one and go with Osborne this time. Osborne. Okay. I mean, look at the haircut. He's definitely it, confident. Right? It's just a warrior's haircut. He looks like an extra in <laughs> yes. a good, one of the tough Game of Thrones scenes, like a zombie coming from the lake. They were like, hey, get in here. <laughs> <laughs> Fatima, have you ever Fatima had an would opponent? be good in that too with a little smoothie yeah. that says blood on it <laughs> I honestly feel like that's what my hair looks like for the most part <laughs> Fatima has there ever been somebody with like a haircut that you've gone up against that you go oh Uh-oh. she means business you know what not as much well it's depending on the braids I feel like my braids are really basic, but like you get some girls that like are able to put like lettering into the braids. And at that point, I'm like, you had your hair pulled on for how long? You're definitely ready to rock. This is actual. <laughs> I didn't expect to get that much insight, but I think That's you're right. Fair. I think yeah, that- it's painful hurts. shit. It hurts. Yeah. So the, more, <laughs> the more time you spend doing your hair, I feel like the more ready you are. Cause I, I mean, listen, I'm always ready for whatever, but I get a girl pulling on my hair, trying to do my braids as tight as she can by 15 minutes, like just out of pain, there's tears coming out of my eyes. <laughs> it's just so, it's so bad. It's Tima, good, I wanna... but, hey, we all know pain is beauty. We do. And I want to thank you for validating one of the dumbest questions I've ever asked and still saying like, actually, yeah, there's something to that. Yeah. Hey, I'm an open book. So, well, you definitely are. And you're a wonderful open book, but now I need (laughs) you to tell me open book who's going to win. And mind you, the East coast is listening in a bantamweight bout between Frankie Edgar and Marlon Vera, 15. I feel like, oh, man, I feel like I want Edgar to win, but do I think he is? No. So I'm going to go with Vera, but I think New York card revoked. Another 10. New York card revoked. Oh, <laughs> it's gone. I'm a West Coaster now. But I feel like <laughs> another maybe 10, 
10 years ago. Do I think it'd be a great matchup? Absolutely. But I do feel like Edgar's last match was, was a little bit of a rough one. I understand. And it's, it's hard to watch because we are fans. I would like to point out if this yes, fight could take place 10 fans. years ago, uh, Marlon Vera would have been 18 years old. So Ooh. he would have been a baby, but that Frankie Edgar probably <laughs> wouldn't have given a fuck. So he probably would have still taken the fight. Kevin, what yeah. do you have for us on this one? I'm going with has hair Frankie Edgar. And Oof, it's okay. out of loyalty. Wow. And I will say, if my opponent is an open book, I'm stuck on the chapters between smoothies and boring. Trying to get to <laughs> the fun fight analysis chapter any minute now. I'm going with Frankie Edgar. Frank K. And when he gets just absolutely pummeled in the mount yep. position in round two i'm gonna feel yeah. good having stood behind him and his awesome hair and as a non-east coaster kevin you have established yourself as somebody who has more ethos now yeah they're gonna let uh, me into the good cheesesteak place they're not gonna they let absolutely. smoothie queen not <laughs> after that could you imagine the east coast establishments would see fatima after hearing that and going we will we, not we serve understand you, you picked mm -hmm. against oh man Frankie they're gonna know me when i go fight. to smoothie king now <laughs> your money's no good like, here no, you can't belong here <laughs> <laughs> go to the one in All connecticut right. i don't know if that's what they yell sorry I, too I far Rap, that's what they <laughs> let's keep going here's some good news we're approaching the end of these fights uh, we still got like four more fights to preview. We should let you know there's usually a wager of some sort, Fatima, and they're never financial because we all do mixed martial arts and you know, not the most lucrative sport. So, Kevin, can you yeah. give Fatima some examples of bets that have taken place on over under, Kevin? Sure. Jenna Bishop and I still have a bet coming in about a food endorsement video. And the podcast, if she wins, I have to endorse St. Louis Barbecue Ribs, which will be the best acting job of 2021. Um, actually, that and uh, Safe House, <laughs> too, I think. is coming out. The other, <laughs> other ones are just social media bets, um, some shout-outs on some things, some five-star reviews. Um, well, Dan Martinez is still my favorite. He had to chug six Natty Ices because he talks smack about me drinking Ooh. natural light on the podcast. That was his fault. That was his fault. Yeah. Should yeah. I don't think better. we would. I don't think we would do that to you. Though. No, I we don't, wouldn't do that to anyone. Good. That was his fault. Yeah. I can chug a smoothie. <laughs> so well, you're okay. already Again, on to one. That's... I have an idea <laughs> out about a bet. Yeah. Well, okay, Kev, don't say what it is because okay. we got out. It's called hold the audience. This is what you do. Give suspense. We were taught Tune not in. to touch the audience at Buy Improv Club, but I'm with you. I get it. Oh, Hold God. them metaphorically. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, I, I told everybody to touch their audience member. That's exactly <laughs> what I said. All right. In four picks, we will get around to that. But first, Kevin, you're going to tell us who's going to win, Jan Valente or Chris Barnett. Go. Yeah. I'm going with Barnett for the same reason you and I were proudly in the Palo Costa corner. I just feel yeah. like I got to support the big man. I like what he's doing for body image. <laughs> I like what he's bringing. I like the chance that if I just go wait up, maybe I, I do have a UFC career. Full figured fighters need love too. Thank All right. You. What do you got for us, Fatima? Um, I would probably go the opposite route for this one and go Vellante. Okay. Yeah. 
I dig that. I dig that. See, this is good. I think she's starting to realize now that there's a wager here. She's like, you know, I don't want to attach my boat to Kevin. Spicy. Mm-hmm. Yep. It gets more competitive. Yeah, we were going on the same route, and I was like, wait a minute. Isn't he my opponent? I was like, snap out of it. I just have to just say the whoever the opposite person is. Maybe I'll want to smooth that then. Not <laughs> a bad strategy on this show if history has shown us. So I know sometimes it may not seem like the right choice, but sometimes if you just circle C on the Scantron, you're not wrong. Ouch. So we're gonna go to our next 50/50. fight. It is a 50-50 on this. It's a lightweight bout that we're talking about next. And it's Ragin Al Iaquanta versus Bobby Green. Fatima, you go first. I w- I'm going to definitely go for uh, Iaquanta for this one. Like, I'm going total back to my New York East Coast <laughs> brother. She's, she's trying to get into the cheesesteak place. Maybe, yeah. They'll give you some disco I'm, I'm trying to get back in now. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get my card back. <laughs> Kevin, what do you have for us? Raph, was Al Iaquinta on Tough 17, or is he just in the no. group of people I think was in Tough 17? He's in the people you think was on Then tough I'm going 17. with Green. Thank you, Raph. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the assist. You're welcome. All right. We're getting down to the, the nitty-gritty here. This next weight is a middleweight bout. It is Alex Pereira versus Andreas Michael Kalidis. That's not how you say it. But Kev, what do you got for us? 15. Um, Give me the... I'm sorry. Who am I going with? It's Alex and Andreas. Alex and Andreas. I'm going with Andreas. Okay. No decision. Just random pick. Yeah. But I'm good with that. Okay, Fatima, what do you got for this one? Yeah, I'm going to go to Alex for this one. Beautiful. Look at that. Symmetry. Keeping this feud going strong. She is <laughs> looking across the, the cage. <laughs> and she's picking up the vibe. She's saying, like, you know what? Kevin doesn't look really strong on that left leg. I think I need to chop it out. Yeah. And she went again, she went Texera, which I think ride the wave. Ride the Absolutely. wave. Yep. With Piranha. Right. Michelotti's? I'm going Mich- to flow with this one. Michelitis? <laughs> what are you? <sighs> so we've now come to the point where we are going to talk. This is, again, normally the main event slot. But I am putting 30 seconds on the clock. I already know where she's going. Most of you should know where she's going. But I want her to explain why she is going for this athlete and why it is that she enjoys this athlete so much. So your final previewed fight of the night is a women's strawweight bout between Rose Nama Yunus and Zhang Weili. Fatima, why are you going for Rose Nama Yunus? 30 seconds to you. I just feel like after that first fight and I mean, how quickly she was able to finish that is pure. Like, God-given talent, number one. And then number two, just the way she's been able to pull through out of, you know, losses against Joanna, against a few other girls, and just has been able to come back twice as strong. I feel like she's unstoppable right now, and especially I feel like she's still peaking right now. She's still in her prime, and just, I don't know, I think she's, I think she's fully coming home with this one. Okay, okay. 
Kevin? This is extremely tough. And first of all, this is this is an awesome fight. This is going to be a fun one. This is on the list of... I like this card. Normally, I've been a hater on some of the cards, especially... I mean, they squeezed in 267. Everyone's like, where's Bruce? What time is it? This is an awesome <laughs> card. I think I got to go with Zhang. Just as she gave wow. up her East Coast oh. card, I guess I'll give up my Colorado card because I don't think I'm allowed back <laughs> after this. Oh, the man. only person Zhang has lost to, she will be standing across the cage from. That's an awesome moment. We'll see how she responds it does make all the points you made make me nervous. The ease in which Rose yeah, beat the shit I out of her like, last time is problematic for this pick. Yes. But I think, I mean, you throw three things and one of them is able to knock them out. Like that, I feel like that is almost unheard of for a championship I'll, fight. I'll explain my thought on this, which is. I could understand people. <laughs> shut up, Kevin. I could tell that people <laughs> felt a certain way because of the hype on the last one. And I, I get it. It's not the Very best. Very true. But there was a moment when Zhang was like, hey, she purposely did that to make people boo me. And I thought, yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't agree that it should be good that people do that. But you're also fighting. So... You kind of can't let that bother you. Uh, so that was totally. that was an unfortunate thing that I thought, like, yeah, I'll maybe accept that you had to deal with it. But I'm not saying that part out loud if I were you. Yeah, and this fight's in Madison Square means, Garden. So some booing yeah. going to be coming mm -hmm. your way. <laughs> yeah, I think even more so than the first time. Well, especially now that they know that the audience is an active member of this fight, I wouldn't be surprised that they doubled down on it. So Ooh, uh, yeah. she's going to that... order a daily warrior. She's going to get a hydration <laughs> tart, cherry lime yep. lemonade. She's going to walk <laughs> in there and own it. But here's why it's annoying. Rose is amazing. And I'll ask you why in a second here, but. I think the unfortunate part of this is, is it makes it a political dumb thing where in actuality we have a lot of respect for Zhang and her ability to fight. So on that regard, it is kind of in the sillier dumb part of MMA fans. For you, though, I have to understand why Rose, and I'm going to ask you this, Fatima, like why of all the fighters out there, why is she the one that speaks to you? Because... And I was telling this to somebody today when I said you were going to come on the show. I was like, you know, one of the things I do appreciate about Fatima is that she is so invested in this fighter that when she's about to go up and compete, Rose has been competing and she's been like, oh, man, oh, I really want to watch this fight. Can we just put this on while I get hyped to go out there and compete <laughs> myself? Because most people just stay in the zone. But you're like, no, no, no. I still want to see this. I'll still murder them. I'll still win. But I got to watch this, too. Yeah, it's actually funny because I'll be competing this weekend at the ADCC trials and Shut I'm up. not nervous about the conversation. I'm nervous about missing Rose's fight, but trust me, <laughs> I will make it happen. Like, hey, ref, give me five minutes, run behind the bleachers and I'll watch this fight. You're, fight um, you're fighting at the ADCC trials? I am, yes. God, you're such a you are a badass. Honestly, it's hard to talk smack during most of this. Um, and let me point this out because you can't say this, but we're going to continue saying this as many times as we can. 
It's some bullshit that you guys just don't qualify outright. So Especially there is a women's division. <laughs> there is a women's division, Kevin, that is competing at the East Coast Trials. So all the dudes who compete, guess what? They get their bid if they get that first place. The women's winner gets free flight and travel to the West Coast Trials where there will be a real Yay. seat. And Are you fucking kidding me? Yes, that means you will be positioned highly in a good place. Oh, fuck off. Or that. <laughs> oh, guess fuck what? right and off. This is the reason that why is bullshit. Thinking. This is the right reason why we have to talk about it, Kevin, because for whatever reason, the excuse they give is, hey, I can't do anything about it. I just. That excuse what is, 10 years, is 10 years, 20 years old at best. There are but so it's many. Also, there are just so many. You go to a fucking fight tournament now and watch the women's divisions. It's absolutely insane. It's still yeah. bullshit. And unfortunately, Fatima, as somebody who very well could win that. An MMA fighter. Yes. Yes. Like, this is what we want. Fatima should just get a card. Congrats on your first MMA win. We'll see you at ADCC. <laughs> it's like she can't say shit about it, but you and I, the yokels, who are watching this and who have brains who say, why are we subjecting women to do this and have it be any different? And they'll say things like, well, we don't have the numbers and we don't know what to do because women, they don't compete. And it's like bullshit. They are competing just as aggressively giving you highlights. And yes, there should be some credit that they are taking care of their flight to the West Coast travel. <laughs> okay. I guess that's the nicest way sure. to put a fucking bow on it. I guess, the yeah. actuality <laughs> is that it is such bullshit that it happens and that people give the excuse, well, what are you going to do about it? So I'm just saying so that when you get people like her and these other women who are competing, stop making this bullshit be an excuse because it tells me you don't get shit done. And I will leave it at that and say, I hope you do well. And yes, if she needs five minutes to go ahead and watch a fucking fight, give her the fucking five Damn minutes right. to go watch it because <laughs> it's all bullshit anyway. So you might as well give her some time to go watch it. And then guess what? The minute the fight's done, she's going to be more than happy to accommodate comoring or leg locking the shit out of whoever you put in front of her. Is that a good enough <laughs> promo? Did I did I do the words justice for you? You know, I honestly think, can you say it one more time for me? <laughs> can, 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 are we still recording? It's just, <laughs> I listen. I just need to hear that again. You <laughs> are part of a society of women who are going to do some great, great things this weekend. It does hurt my heart that they do not have a proper way to acknowledge you. And I think that the more we continue to not say shit about it is the reason why you will have people go, well, it's a shitty thing. And I tell you, if there is say Mo who can't do something about it and he's trying as hard as he can, guess what? It's not going to get done. So you got to keep fucking yep. voicing the opinion. So I know it may sound hard for these people to listen to or hear, and they know they've heard it before. Well then fucking fix it. And then we can stop talking about it. So Rant over. Anyway, I'm glad. That was great. <laughs> I just, I love the fact that you are going to be competing this weekend. I know, here's some good news. I think you'll be done. Whether your teammates may be done is a different thing because I'm going to be doing a fight companion that day. And I have already just given into the fact that ADCC trials will give way 
to me still being on air watching the fights live because we're going to do a fight companion for that as well. So I'm just going to die on air, I think, this weekend, <laughs> but it'll be fun. <laughs> it'll be over a good card. So at least Absolutely. it's that. Absolutely. And I'm sure <laughs> that people part of the year. will enjoy seeing this. And uh, Fatima, before we get you on out of here, we do normally have, have a finish. couple things we have to take care of. We have yeah. to finish this based. My form's so, not filled out yet. It is not completely done. So in the event you and Kevin have a tie, and it does happen on occasion. Unlikely. We ask, <laughs> we ask that you give <laughs> fight of the night and performances of the night. And here's the good news. Kevin has to go first on this. So, Kevin, can you tell me your fight of the night and two performances of the night that you would like to single out? Yeah, my fight of the night is pretty easy. I'm going with Zhang Rose. I don't know how you go. It's just, anyway, I'm going to give Usman a fight of the night. And you know who else I'm going to give a uh, performance of the night? Excuse me. Usman. Frankie Ken Edgar. I'm doubling down. I'm doubling down. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Good right. one. Thank the you. team. <laughs> I've never heard a guest. Go, good ones. Those are good. Good for you. Fatima, what do you have for performances of the night and fight of the night? Um, I definitely think fight of the night is Nava Nunes and Whaley. Um, performance, I feel like Burgos can stick out a big one on this one. Um, I, I think he's just super excited. I think he could do it. And then I would probably say another performance by Usman. Okay. All right, so it for is really sure. coming down to Edgar and Burgos as both of your show ponies for a tiebreaker. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, it may come down to host preference, so we'll get to there. So we normally defer to the guest for the bet, as we mentioned a few seconds ago. Do you have a bet in mind now? Because you had some time to think of it. If you don't, we'll be happy to help out here, but Fatima, we defer to you first. I feel like it would only be right for the bet to be based on food. Okay. Good news. I think Kevin, <laughs> without asking you, feels the same way. Yeah, I think it has to be <laughs> smoothie related. Here's what I'm thinking. Okay. Loser has to make a smoothie with a winner's secret ingredient. So Aww. you're welcome to just make whatever smoothie, but if your secret <laughs> ingredient is candy corn you know you're you've got to do what you got to do <laughs> if the secret ingredient is oh. caramel what a nice human being you are if the secret ingredient is you know it's got to be palatable it's not gonna be like you know paint thinner that's gross yep but i think within parameters loser has to you know make that smoothie and dedicate it to to the winner just a quick i am 20 I'm 30 second we're talking about a small yeah yeah like a, a video and Kev in your vision, are you talking that you've made the smoothie or yeah. that you are making the smoothie? You know, like, I, 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 I'm going to leave like it up to creative. Uh, like I'm not, not going to tell the thing. chef how to cook. You know of what I'm saying? Like, so if you want to make the keto <laughs> champ pumpkin and she can convince the smoothie king to let her behind the corner, that's on her. <laughs> I have a ninja blender and a pretty passionate smoothie family. So I'm ready. Um, but that's, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell her how to live her life. The reason why I ask is because we've learned She's at the very belt. beginning of the show, 
how much she hates making smoothies. Yeah. And which I is thought the there fun. was nothing <laughs> more hilarious than her putting in ingredients. It's like you put in a little bit of shouldn't have gone against Frankie Edgar. Uh, with <laughs> Kahlua? A little bit of Kahlua, but a little, yeah. you know what? A little bit of ginger, I guess. Yeah, I feel... I'm already at a loss that I have to make it myself, but hey, we can definitely turn it into a win if I get these performances and fight of the night. And you know what? I just like, she hands like a thing of like rotten almonds to the Smoothie King guy. It's like, can you incorporate these? (laughs) I'm supposed to use sardines in this smoothie. Do you do do that? I bet they would. And we don't know what kind of weekend you're going to have. It could be a very hectic, crazy, ridiculous, all over the place, exhausting ADCC weekend. So you could also do a video in which you just have a smoothie and you're explaining what's in it and then saying like, oh, by the way, also, these are the ingredients that lost me this or oh, I would like That's to give a shout bullshit. out to Verbal Tap or something no, like that. I think that. this needs to be a gross oh, food challenge. She has to make. All right. Fine. So, I tried to make know, it a comedy. I think as a yeah, I think as exhausting as this weekend might be, I think I'm pretty <laughs> confident I won't be the one to have to, oh, no. to have to make the smoothie. See, that, so. That's the other thing. She likes to talk shit. What if I have to make the sardine smoothie? <laughs> that's what I like, I might be the person that's putting stovetop stuffing in a fucking smoothie. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so I think those are good terms for everybody here in agreement. Fatima, we will let you know this. We normally, as a courtesy... Uh, we always invite the guests to come back the next week after the fights and chat the fights with us. I know it's a little bit of a busy weekend, but would you be interested in coming back next week to talk about the card? Oh, absolutely. I'll talk about how Rose will win her fight this weekend. Uh, well, it, it'll be a recap. So we'll... Yeah. How she did right, win right. How her she fight. did win. Yeah. Or didn't, she like, did win. didn't yes, win it. Yeah. Ooh. I was like, wait, we're not doing this again. We don't we already recorded this episode. Uh yes. <laughs> she drank we too much of the back. activator pineapple. Couldn't make it to the cage. <laughs> but what we'll do is we'll bring you back next week. We'll find a time that works for everybody here. Uh after I've been revived from my telethon of watching y'all. Uh and then when you have made it back safely, we'll all get on the the podcast and we'll chat about it. But until then, can you tell the people where they can find you and where they can give you the support? Yeah, you can find me at uh, Fatima underscore Klein on Instagram and Facebook. And I am on Twitter now, Fatima Klein seven. And you can also um, watch me and all of my family compete at my fight family household at killer Klein's. Um, so, yeah, give us a follow. We love it. Fatima, you're the nicest, and I knew you would come through for excellent fight picks. We appreciate you. We cannot wait to see you kill it this weekend at ADCC Trials. Thank you so much. I'm excited to see uh, the outcome this weekend. Number is. Please note the new number is.